Welcome to a very special E1. We have sweated, sweat, and labored to bring you a screenplay that we wrote all day. It took us... Most screenplays are works of art that take so much work over months and months and months, but we're smart enough that we were able to knock this immense screenplay out in two days. It's a fantasy story about a little hero named Hammer Swinger. I'd like to introduce you to E1 Presents Hammer Swinger. It is a fantasy story about the Adventurer's Guild who has ran out of monsters and now they spend all day bashing peasants. The list of characters we have present I will in- introduce thusly. Me, Branson, will be playing Hammer Swinger. He's a determined man who is tired of killing peasants and a very accomplished adventurer. There are no more monsters anymore and he's just tired. He's killed thousands of peasants. He's kind of got a flat top haircut about 47 years of age. Stretch will be played by Andrew. He's just a human guy, but he started following his favorite bard band around the country on tour. And he has discovered some cool shit like drugs to do. And it made him more worldly and wise and magical. He's a gross man with long, wavy blonde hair and a very long neck. How he got the name Stretch. He is a shaman who lives in a fetid bog outside of a small village. Ventilamo, the elf, will be played by Joel. She's a absolute straight woman, uh, a foreign exchange elf who doesn't get the simple ways of the local folks. She's been assigned by the Adventurers Guild to follow Hammerswinger to learn the ways of the hero. There is Malamar, the dragon, who will be played by Charles. He's a 2,000-year-old dragon companion of the shaman in human form. And everyone knows he's a dragon and doesn't want people to forget it. But he's trying to hide as all the monsters are dead, and he assumes his human form throughout the day. Rupert the Nonce will also be played by Andrew. He's a peasant. He doesn't have any genitalia because he has nettles in his bollocks. He's the mayor of Nutfog, a small village. He was elected mayor by three toads that live nearby. King Bastard will be played by Andrew. He has assumed control of the Adventurers Guild, for which our heroes are working. He has sent them to put down the Peasants' Revolt, which is that some people are slightly complaining. But he has a more ulterior motive. He wants him to kill the Dwarf. The Dwarf will be played by Charles. He's the last monster, so to speak. He's trying to start an honest business in life, running a lemonade stand in town, the small town of Nutfog. However, our heroes have different ideas to this. Then there is the king's assistant named Creaser, who will be played by Joel. He's the king bastard's loyal advisor, probably the brains behind the throne, as king bastard is a little shit. He is tall, thin, and weirdly sexy. And then lastly of the major characters, there will be Nathara the hunter-killer, played by Renee. She's not a hunter-killer, but a killer and a hunter. She has to explain this quite often. She is Hammerswinger's rival, who often punches him in the nuts a lot of times in a row. However, Hammerswinger is kind of convinced that somehow, someway, she is eventually going to be his girlfriend, even though every time they meet, she beats him up. There are more minor characters along the way, but I believe 
Maybe we should just get into it. Yeah, let's jump into the first scene. Eternal daytime. Hammer Swigger and Ventalamo are walking down a generic dirt road surrounded by idyllic countryside. Hammer Swinger is a broad man adorned in chainmail, wielding an oversized hammer as big as he is. He has male pattern baldness with a salt and pepper mustache, indicating that his best years are behind him. He appears perturbed as he walks, hammer hoisted on his shoulders. Ventolomo is an elven woman, a head shorter than the statuesque hammer swinger. Ventolomo is wearing brilliant golden armor mixed in with bold red robes. The armor is ornate and it has 12 pack abs inlaid into the armor. She wields a long sword with a heart orbiting it. My liege, you appear perturbed. We strive toward the town of Nutfog. Are you focused on our mission? The king said we must find the dwarf. It sounds very important. Dude, dude, what? No. We're gonna smash some peasants' brains in. Same thing we always fucking do. Oh, well, I may just be an intern adventurer, but in the Grand Hall it seemed pretty clear that the dwarf is some sort of perverted demon that feasts upon peasants' brains in a sexually demented manner. Dwarves are uh, just really boring and hairy short guys. They like gold and sleeping in caves. They're gross, and then they just suck. They got a bunch of matted hair that's full of sauerkraut, and they talk a lot about gold bars. I'm basically going to smash his head in with my hammer instantly, and then I'm going to go get drunk in the tavern for three days straight. Well, I mean, if, if, he's, a, if he's a monster... He's not a monster, though. He's a, he's a dwarf. There aren't, there aren't monsters anymore. Are you serious? Dragons, vampires, wyverns, bodax... Dibbics, golems, other Jewish monsters, owlbears. I've been dead here for some time. I think I killed my last dragon like 10 years ago. Got the last vamp eight years ago. There's there's no monsters anymore. They've all been dealt with. It's, it's, it's just peasants. There's no, there's no monster. You just, just peasants. Are you serious? You're just peasants you kill. Yeah, King Bastard sent us here to kill some rowdy peasants. It's super easy. They're pussies and they're made to die in one hit. They stink. They sing. Th- they say things like, you know, ouch, my bollocks, whenever you bash their heads in. It's fucking embarrassing to kill them sometimes. I, I, you know what, to be honest, kid, I, I don't think I got it in me to do it much longer. I, I see. Well, maybe you could kill these peasants and then retire? Uh, King Bastard would... F- I don't know. He'd have my head. I've killed more peasants than anyone. I look at a peasant's head, man, and all I see is a big watermelon. I'm not kidding. Peasants talk to me, and I just zone out, and they just slowly turn into a big target. Oh, and by the way, this fucking village, Nutfog, the the town flag is a, is a large bullseye. Well, surely Nutfog can't be as shitty as you say, and the peasants can't be as shitty as you say. These are human beings. Sentient souls, beings full of love and promise and potential. People bound and driven by dreams, growth and desire. Honest-to-goodness people living off the land. We all desire companionship, knowledge and sweetness. Surely you can't reduce people to such bestiality. Internal Daytime, the Blighted Arse Pub. Shitefest festivities have got the whole village in a bother. Enjoying an extra pint or two at the pub the only pub in Nutfog, which is once again called the Blighted Arse. 
Two peasants are arguing on either side of the swinging saloon doors. Let me get this straight. You're telling me y'all smells like shit. Yeah, that's right. That's what I said. Absolute shit in it. Fackle. Y'all smells like shit. Absolute bloody shit. What you say, you bloody pisser? I said your ass smells like shit, you bumbling prat. The saloon doors swing open, killing both peasants instantly. <laughs> Hammer Swinger and Ventalamo walk in. Around them, dozens of peasants fart incessantly and at a lot of dissonant pitches, as if the farting were orchestrated by a 20th century composer. But that composer doesn't exist in this world. That was just to give you an idea of how dissonant it is. And also, it's really smelly in there. Uh, oh, it's really smelly, like there's many different smells together, which combine into an acrid miasma with many, many visible stink lines. It smells like shit and shite in here. And I think that peasant is taking the piss out of his mate. But, you know, never mind that. Let's get this over with. We have a mission to find the dwarf. At these words, all the farting goes silent, and the peasants quiet to a hush, or perhaps a murmur. Let's locate the uh, barkeep and see what he can tell us about this dwarf we seek. My liege, uh, I believe that's him over there, behind the bar, where bartenders are often found. Well, it's hard for me to see him there. Not only is the stench of farts foul, and the miasma of the farts is so thick that I find it difficult to see the barkeep. Uh, thank you, Vinalamo, uh, for your superior eyesight in helping me find yonder barkeep. Now, uh, let's just fucking approach. The barkeep shines a glass with a fetid, putrid rag. The glass is broken and sharp at the top where one might place one's lips. He is cross-eyed and stinky like a smelly skunk man who is obviously level one with little if any EXP. Oi, fuck off. We don't like your kind in here, mate. Now pleasantly slag off, you pisser. Hmm. It appears their manners are as foul as the stench of the butts they have when they fart. Me arse smells like me arse, and I'm me own mate. <laughs> Look, honestly, dude, I don't care. I could kill you, but I don't want to. I just... I would actually have to concentrate in order to hit you light enough that I wouldn't kill you. I just, I just, just tell me where the dwarf is and me and my companion can go on our way. I don't know about any bloody dwarf. Now fuck off, mate. <sighs> Perhaps our time would be better spent speaking to the commoners. In a town like this, the barkeep is revered like a king with the ego to match. The only one who acts more like a king is the king, King Bastard. Perhaps we should talk with yonder scoundrel with the big ears and a very thin, wispy mustache and no eyebrows and one single earring. His name is Toby the Earwig, almost incomprehensible, and has not even been addressed yet, but he begins to speak. That's right. I'm Toby. Toby the Earwig. That's right, Toby. You're Toby. The one speaking here, by the way, is Toady, his incomprehensibly British sidekick. It's a bloody doggy sequel. You might find I'm in the shirt vest. It's the bloody best going on in the streets. It runs the lemonade stand, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's right, Toby. <laughs> All right, come, Ventilamo, to Scheitfest and the dwarf we seek. External daytime, center of town at the Scheitfest parade. The dwarf is setting up his childish lemonade stand in the center of town. It is made of rotted two-by-fours and held up with thumbtacks. 
It has a childish sort of charm that would normally be endearing if it was the handiwork of a mere child. However, it was put together by a 200-year-old dwarf, which in dwarf years is rather old. Peasants are drunkenly fumbling around like a more drunk British version of St. Patrick's Day while the dwarf opens up business at his lemonade stand. Now this is the dwarf. Gee willikers, I sure do hope this lemonade stand proves fruitful and makes me a bona fide certified millionaire. The sun is out, and the nice people of this small simple hamlet are happy and prancing about with their pockets brimming with cash, and boy howdy I'd like to grab those greenbacks. My master taught me well to market my mere lemonade as Dragonade, a scrumptious treat sure to wet the whistle of the common oafish peasant who dwells in these parts. I built and painted a sign that says, Lemonade, Dragonade, one copper piece a cup. Oop! Here comes a customer! He giggles coyishly. Oh, uh, mate. I need a whip me fuckle, which is in my mouth. Well, sir, I have fresh sweet lemonade readily available and it'll only cost you one copper piece, kind sir. Peasant 3 reluctantly, or, you know, the peasant, reluctantly puts down a copper coin and swigs the whole Dixie cup of lemonade. Hey, who the fuck do you think you are? This ain't piss. This needs more piss in it. Isn't it? Well, see, sir, you see, this is Dragonade, the most ancient recipe in the land. No piss at all, and no shite, neither. Aye, this bloody dwarf right here ain't putting no piss in this here piss drink that I just paid for. Aye! Oh, fucking murder you right here, Dorf. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You little fucking creep. I could tell you to a tinier chair than a normal person was sitting and make you eat my shite. <laughs> you like that, mate? Well, no, not, I mean, not really. Hammerswinger and Ventalamo arrive on the scene and watch the exchange happening from afar. There are many peasants walking around them, slobbering and pissing themselves. Out of the way, peasants, out of the way. If you even graze my hammer lightly, you're gonna die. And I really don't want to kill you right now. A basket-carrying peasant walks into the head of Hammerswinger's Warhammer and immediately explodes into oatmeal. Oh fuck! God damn it, Jesus! They just fucking immediately become paste! Just paste! Look at it! There's no fucking bones in here! It's just fucking paste! It's one color! What the hell is wrong with these people? It seems that they're incredibly weak, worthless beings made of I don't... Oat, oatmeal paste? That's what they're made of? They watch the scene unfold with interest. I could put me shite on a spit. Cook it gingerly over an open flame. Season it with some paprika, turmeric, and of course, some salt and pepper. Let it get nice and caramelized. Slice off some of it as it spins around. Served you on a piece of unliving bread. Would you like that, dwarf? Sir, I'm just trying to sell my Dragonade, which is just normal lemonade. I promise that I don't want to eat your shit or shite or turds or poo-poo or dung or discharge or fecal matter or stinky stink or excrement or dookie or crap or doo-doo or Las Vegas street meat or droppings or Alaska brown, which in this fantasy world is a foreign land I'm unfamiliar with, but I am familiar with the expression. <laughs> All right, then. Fuck off. Ready to shake out of your king of shite or I'm going to make you eat your own shite. I'm going to shite down your throat, you bloody pisser. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's take it easy. I just stood here... And some dude literally became oatmeal. Like, he had no bones or organs. I feel like nobody really paid any attention to me or noted it. He was just turned to a light brown paste from walking in my hammer that, you know, I don't think that I need to. Peasant is, the peasant is enraged by Hammerswinger's intervention and charges to him. Pe the peasant runs into Hammerswinger's Warhammer inadvertently and immediately becomes another pile of oatmeal. God damn it! See? 
See this shit? I'm not even trying! And they just die immediately! Oatmeal! Hey, they're simple folk. They probably have low HP and AC. What do you expect? You Fuck. know, they're... They're morons. Listen, dwarf! Okay, oh, hmm, resetting. I was sent here to kill you, and if you looked like you could put up a fight, I might tear off your spine, wrap it around your legs and hands, put you on a spit like a common street dog, and devour your innards. But you're fucking obviously a little baby bitch boy. In exchange for your life, do you know where a man named Stretch resides? He's my old buddy. Why, of course, good sire. As you know, it is Shikefest, and all the locals are enjoying their revelry and merriment. If you travel onward down Bullock's Avenue, you will run afoul of the dunce contest, where I reckon the new king of clowns is being crowned at this moment. Walk thither, then hither, and you will find the wet tunic contest. <laughs> Not bad. I, uh, I wouldn't mind, uh... You know, I bet when you heard wet tunic contest, let's be honest, you probably thought it was for women. But that's because of your unquestioned misogynist attitudes. <laughs> What if I told you that, in fact, the wet tunic contest is for men? <laughs> hey, um, well, uh, pretty good. Well, it was meant to be for women, but peasants <laughs> here are 97% men, so there really wasn't any other way to do it. You know, the women all left town at some point because it's just too gross, and the men are infertile anyway because they're always kicking each other in the nuts 24-7. And, you know, anyway, after you pass the wet tunic contest, you take a left, and you go thither, then twice more you go hither, and then you'll find what they call the swamp. You'll see a hut donning the colors of crimson, gold, and emerald. You can't miss it. So then Hammer Swinger and Ventalamo exit. Boy, hell, I can go for a pint of piss right now. And the dwarf says, hmm, well, piss for sale. Piss for sale. No Dragonade here. Piss for sale. Fresh squeezed from the pee. Well, I'll take one of those. External sunset. Uh... Isn't it exterior? Exterior, yeah. Oops, it's exterior. Hey, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking script guy. Exterior and interior. Yah, exterior. That's what it should be, but I don't know. External, what I'm doing. internal. It's the same. What's shit? an external sunset? It's just we wrote the letters ext, and that can mean anything. It means exterior. In excess, sunset. Hammer swinger and Ventalamo venture through the woods outside of town. The classic the classic temperate forest begins to morph into a marsh swamp as Hammerswinger and Ventalamo tromp through the wet bog toward the hut of his old friend. <sighs> well, um, I guess I should be honest with you, um, probably wondering where we're heading. No, honestly, no. I assume it's disgusting and degrading, uninteresting, and also boring. Everything I've seen from people around here seems extremely immature. They appear to be obsessed with poo-poo and pee-pee for some incredibly juvenile reason that I can't decipher. Also, they can't, they are incredibly fragile and seem to die instantly when they touch a weapon or even a saloon door. Honestly, I know you're being coy and asking me a leading question, hoping that I respond in a way that asks you to extrapolate upon the information that you provided. But in reality, I'm just grossed out by the existence of people so fragile and fucking stupid that they appear to enjoy peeing and honestly being peed on and they seem to give people uh, they seem to give people that die in one hit sainthood and their stupid little church that worships also doo-doo and pee-pee okay yeah oh yeah okay i get it yeah fine all right yeah can i just can i just fucking say my thing like i don't want to be like so forward about this but you're the apprentice, and you're just supposed to ask me, like, what my thing is, right? 
What's the thing then, my liege? Well, I'm glad you asked. Although, I am hesitant to say, but I, uh, I trust you. We are seeing, we're headed to see my old friend, Stretch. He's a rust shaman who practices the magic of the days before the days of yore. A true copper bastard. Hammerswinger, my liege, I've been nice so far. But what the fuck are you talking about all the time? Okay, well, he's a real rusty nutsack from a bog from nowhere, and he spends all of his time casting spells on mosquitoes. His favorite music is bagpipes, and he can't tell his right from his left. He sucks, but in a cool way. He never wears a shirt, and he uses frogs as deodorant. But, okay, he's di- I know what you're thinking. He's different from the peasants we just saw because he hates peasants, too. Okay. I can tell from your tone that you don't think he's cool. Okay. Right, right. That's the same tone right there. He is. He's. He is cool, though. Okay. So, okay. Okay, so now, now you're mad at me? Why would I be mad at you? It, it just seems like it. Um, you know. I'm not, so... Okay, well, you won't say it, so I will. I think that you can tell that I don't think Stretch is cool. So you're kind of grilling me on that. But at the same time, you're not doing a good job in convincing me that Stretch is cool. Because you know what? He's not. So I'm just kind of feeling it out, wait to see if he's cool or not. Which, by the way, I guarantee he is not. And I think that you resent me for that. Alright, as long as we're being honest, you you sound like kind of a pussy. Uh, We don't kind of say that stuff here. Um, you can just punch a friend in the shoulder and say something rude. You don't really strip a friend down to their social bare bones and then sneer at it. I apologize. I am the foreign exchange elf here, and I am supposed to be learning from you. Next time, I will simply strike you. Just one through the woods here. Wait, up oh, there. Yep, there it is. That shitty cottage that Stretch resides in. My friend! Hello, I call out to you, Stretch. Are you home? Please don't let me find you touring the kingdom find, following some psychedelic blues rock bards again. Stretch comes out of the front cottage door of the shitty cottage. He is a very lean and tan man with long blonde hair. He is adorned in runic tattoos. His feet are absolutely filthy and covered in black soot. If one wasn't paying attention, One could assume that he was wearing those finger-toe shoes that a bunch of guys that try too hard wear. Greetings, compatriot! It's been some years. Is Dave home? (sighs) Dave's not here, man. I know you're doing a bit, but there's no Dave present. Just me and a dragon. What? Okay, chillin', you. What? Chillin'. Shut the fuck up! I'm a shaman! Come inside! Cut to Hammerswinger, Ventalamo, and Stretch inside of a humid, patchouli-infested cottage. They are sitting on small, uncomfortable stools while green and orange smoke fills the room. They are smiling uncomfortably. In a corner of the room, there is a man smiling bizarrely, sitting at a beanbag chair. His name is Malamar, and he is obviously not a human. 
He is wearing a silk robe that ends well above his knee. He is wearing a large jade talisman that is in the shape of a dragon. He has slicked black, slicked back black hair. Greetings, says Malamar. Stretched, are these gentlemen or peasants? Your treasured friends, Malamar. Splendid, treasured friends. I am Malamar the human. Oops, Hammer Springer, my leash. So he's yeah. he's obviously a dragon, right? Yeah, but like, I think it's impolite to point it out. Um, but you know, he's 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 definitely a dragon. I can hear you, not because I have superpowered dragon hearing, but because I am quite an astute human, like. Yourselves, or at least some of you are. Dragon says what? Bastard, I won't fall for that. I have officially tricked you. You have heard it by responding. By the law of tricks, you shall grant me one trick. Well, I don't hear anything that you're saying, and maybe a dragon would, but I cannot hear it, for I am not a dragon. The last thing I said was not whispering. I'm officially bored. Bastards. You are going to quabble while peasants die all around me. Okay, um, let me just... That was, um... That was mostly my fault. They, you know, I went into the village and they keep bumping into and touching my hammer and they just turn into oatmeal. And it's, you know what, I, I, I just... It's it's not on purpose. It's honestly exhausting. You know, I, I, I keep telling my close confidant here that I want to stop killing peasants. Isn't that right, Ventalamo? I said that I want to stop killing peasants? It's it's Ventalamo, but yeah. Um, he has actually been saying that he doesn't want to kill peasants for the last, well, two days, at least since I met him. I'm kind of his apprentice. Uh, I actually don't know if we're friends or not. But he has been very forthcoming with me about his feelings. It has excited me considering we have the promise of friendship ahead of us and you, I might be able to learn something from him. You can't just talk about new friendship. You, you just have to let it happen. Enough. I just want to clarify yet again that I am not a dragon. We have already been past this for at least a minute and you are bringing the attention back to yourself because that's what you want to do. Silence. 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 Silence is my hut. <laughs> I'm the one to call silence. Now, my friend, introduce your friend so I may introduce mine. This is my intern, uh, sent to me by the Adventurers Guild. She is named Ventalamo the Elf. Uh, it's Ventalamo. Ventalamo the Elf. Just Ventalamo is fine. Wonderful. It is a pleasure to meet you, Pentelamo. This is Malamar, the human man. <laughs> human greetings to you all. <laughs> Hammerswinger, well, I'm happy to see you. Your arrival has to be questioning some things. It has been many moons since I've seen you. As I recall, it was after the Battle of Suck Ridge where you struck down the Alpha Cyclops. Wait. Cyclops, those have all been dead for over 20 years. It, um, it was a long time ago. I remember that stretch. The Alpha Cyclops was a very nasty creature, the purest of all Cyclops. One eye, obviously. That's kind of how they get the name. Well, maybe, I assume. I'm not exactly sure what it means. But, you know, it had one eye, one nose, which is kind of normal, one mouth, par for the course, and then it starts getting all messed up. One nipple right on the middle, 
one arm protruding from the center of the stomach right below the nipple, one leg straight down the middle, one testicle swinging in the breeze, and then you got one little butt cheek, which is a mound right there. And then like, this is what, this, this is why, I, he had two dicks for some reason. Uh, not quite sure. You know, that was supposed to be there. You know, honestly, I'm not really sure what was going on with that guy. It was honestly disgusting. Everyone acted scared, but he was honestly very easy to kill. Like the one leg thing. It was actually far weaker than the average Cyclops. Still, the average Cyclops is quite strong. Well, he was laying down. He was laying down? Well, he was asleep, so... Okay, so that doesn't exactly sound so brave. Well, I spent like 20 minutes trying to wake him up. You came to me after, remember? You cried a, like a poultice through your knob. I thought you had received that wound from the fight in the Cyclops. No, um, it was not from the Cyclops. That was from the day before. I, uh, well, I uh, thought I told you. I sat down in the shower too long. I fell asleep. <laughs> okay. That's fine. It happens. Uh, things were different back then. The world was filled with real monsters. Now, we're simply stuck with conceptual monsters. Stuff like poverty or the troubling lack of father's rights. Well, things change. What have you been up to now that all the monsters are dead? You still at the Adventurers Guild? I presume you are. Yeah, I mean... But we mainly just go around killing peasants. Like, if they too complain too much, or they're starving or whatever, the king says that they're monsters and tells us to kill them. You know, he used to put a little bit more work into it to trick us at least. Like, okay, one time, like 10 years ago, the king had a whole village of pe peasants painted green. <laughs> and he told me, okay, he told me they were all goblins. And he says, you know, I bashed them all in. I, you know, the first 10 ones. I really thought they were goblins. Um, was confused by them speaking English, but you know, whatever. Now he just says stuff like, hey, Hammer Swinger, I need you to go pound some peasants because they're starving and making me look like a bad king. Oh, humans are such bizarre little things. Humans like I am, of course. Man, I feel a little crazy myself, man. Okay, okay. You know, uh, I think I'm just gonna quit. I'm getting old. I'm sick of bashing peasants' heads in. I'm sick of cleaning the peasant puke off of my hammer that they puke on from being bashed so hard when I kill them and bash them in. And to think, I wanted to be an adventurer my whole life, to fight and be a champion. And yet here, under the tutelage of the greatest warrior in history, I discovered that it is a life of dishonor and misery. Okay, don't, don't, all right? I'm gonna stop you right there, Venalamo, all right? We're focusing on my thing right now, my inner conflict. Like, we really don't have time for like a subplot or your thing. I just thought that- It's fine. You can stay here as long as you like, old friend. You know, King Bastard, he hears that you have refused your duties as an adventurer. He's likely to send assassins to kill you. Wait, he is? Wait, why Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just have the assassins go after the, the dwarf that he wants to kill originally? 
Isn't that the point of this whole fucking thing? Am I going fucking crazy here? Or does none of this make any fucking sense? No, it makes sense to me, I think. Like, the whole thing has an underlying pace and logic to it, and you gotta just roll with it. Wait, why the fuck wouldn't anyone tell me this before? What the fuck? Wait, see, they're kill... I already sent a carrier pigeon to the king to tell him I was sick of killing peasants, and I'm not gonna kill the dwarf, and I'm gonna leave the adventurer's guild. That was like right before I get, like, like literally as I was walking up the path. Well, look, as long as you didn't mention me at all, I don't wanna be involved in this. I, I told him in the letter I'm gonna stay at your house. Why would you assume that? You just said I could stay in your house, though. I mean, you did say that, yeah. I was being polite. No, you weren't. You always say that you wish we had more guests, because they could sleep on the magical futon. It's not magical, it's just a fold-out bed. What? Well, where the fuck does a bed come from? It's like twice as long as the couch, if not longer. It folds. Even I know that. It's just pure and simple human magic. Dragon magic is way different, not that I would know anything about that. Just, just stop mentioning dragons. And you don't have to keep calling human stuff human. You are a human, right? Malamar smiles broadly. Maybe Wha perhaps like a dragon might smile. Why are you smiling like that? Well, again, look. Still, it seems like a bit of a reach. Still, you better be looking over your shoulder, Hammer Springer. Things might get a bit dicey for you, man. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, okay. Whatever. Listen, me and Ventilamo are gonna head to the pub, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get a beer. <laughs> no thanks. Me and Malamar don't drink much anymore. We're more into that green stuff, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a plant, and we light it up, and we put it right in our bodies, if you know what I mean. Okay, fuck. We get it. You don't have to keep mentioning it. I don't get it. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Speak English! Comes from the earth. You grind it up and put it in our bongs with some water at the bottom. You know what we call that, man? We call that water bong water when it's in our bong. What?! It's green. You already said that, God. Ventalamo, what the fuck are they talking about? I'll explain it on the way. Let's go. Have fun, gentlemen. Gentlemen? Oh, oh yeah, 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 no, uh, yeah, gentlemen. I'm a, I'm a human man who is uh, rather gentle in nature. Vin, uh, Ventalamo and Hammerswinger exit through Stretch's front door, which is made of beads. And then uh, Malamar says, do you think they noticed? Notice what? Oh, man, that I'm a dragon, man. Stretch takes a 15-second bong rip while maintaining <laughs> eye contact with Malamar. You're a dragon? Yeah, man. Ah, shit. I when forgot. You, wh when did you first figure out that I was in disguise, Stretch? Like, did you use your shamanic magic? When you fall asleep, you turn to a dragon. You knock down a bunch of furniture and shit because you grow like 10 times in size. Also, you snore and a little fire comes out. Ah, oh, fuck, man, really? I, I thought I was keeping it under wraps all the time. Yeah, and you get high a lot and you just fall asleep multiple times a day. Ah, oh, fuck, man, what the fuck? Damn. Malamar grabs the bong and takes a 15-second <laughs> bong rip like... <laughs> 
easy now. I can handle it, man. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sleeping? No. There is a cacophony of crashing noises as, as Malamar falls asleep and expands to 10 times his size and stretches hut. I'm going to put on a 33 RPM vinyl record of my favorite psychedelic bard band where they jam out and play their songs for a very, very long time. <laughs> Interior throne room. King Bastard is furious and throwing a baby fit in front of his entire court who silently watch as he berates his right-hand advisor, Creaser. Please bring me a baby to throw. I'm in a fit. You mean to tell me, Creaser, that the Hammer Swinger has betrayed the Adventurer's Guild orders? He refuses to murder any more peasants? Mm, that's right, sir. He just sent us a pigeon. Well, half right. He's been killing them on accident because they're mm, so weak and evolutionarily speaking, probably should not be alive in the first place. You mean to tell me that thousands of peasants couldn't muster the ability to overwhelm the hammer swinger? You really think I believe my shit-eating, piss-soaking, Pig shit fungus infected subjects can't take one single man into manacles and deliver him to me. I should cut your disgusting little cock off right here and now for this. I really should. I should feed your slimy dog dick for summer to myself. Oh yes! My lord, I beg you not to cut off my disgusting little cock and feed it to me right now in front of us like a little slimy dog dick for supper. We expected less resistance from the hammer swinger. Your beautiful face must not, much, must not twist into such hatred lest you look like a lizard. Please. Fuck. Cock. Fucking fucker. Ass fucker. Piss. You fucking, fucking shit, ass, fuck, this is a fucking nightmare. Creaser, you've delivered me a shit-covered turd from a dog's ass and pissed on it for me. Yes, <laughs> you have fucked me entirely and I want to vomit. I want to spew up my lamprey lunch, you fucker. I hate this shit you give me. Shit news. You are a cock and your brain is an infinite shit. It's an infant shit. Fix it. Fix all of it. Or you'll see my true wrath. Oh, indeed you oh, will. Of course, my king, my brain is infant shit, my king. Of course, our men are already on it. The best there is. Worry not, your sweet head, my sweet tender doll. Soon this nightmare will be over. Two subjects, Leg and Mustard, enter the throne room to farty sousaphone music. They are dumb and weird, though they think they are strong and cool. Leg is a mountain of meat, about 7 feet tall and 450 pounds of straight muscle. Mustard is tiny and creepy, walks hunched over at all times. He has one eyebrow constantly raised and speaks in mumbled, quiet fragments. Leg comes in and starts farting from his gross butt covered in warts and hair. Mustard sniffs really hard on the butt and cackles then licks his lips in satisfaction from smelling Leg's shitty fart. And King Bastard says, Mustard Leg, you are two of the most vile and contemptible assassins the side of the Mississippi, which is a river that lies beyond the Griffin's Keep in the western hinterlands. Now, 
Your mission is simple. Bring me the head of the hammer swinger. Alive or dead, it does not matter. So now this is mustard here. Last Master King, sir, <laughs> your secret is safe with us. <laughs> Were you listening to a word your highness was saying? You contemptible abomination. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes, sir. Bring me the head of the hammer swinger. Yes, sir. Are you directing the king to bring hammer swingers head to you? Or are you saying that you will bring it to him? No, no, Creaser, Creaser, no need to worry about the details, sir. You leave the details to me and Mustard here. Very good, Godspeed. I beg you, go and make haste in the blessings of the king's crown. Or you'll be drinking piss from a rat's tit. And the sewers of Mount... Someplace nasty! Exterior swamp, daytime. Hammer Swinger and Vantalamo walk through the swamp on their way back to the bar. I'm so fucking tired of killing all these peasants. It's not even sport. How I long to murder a worthy monster. Something made of... uh... It's sport that you seek? Might we play the old punching bag game? Nathara! My forlorn friend slash rival slash crush who has always beat my tiny little red chimp ass like the turd I am. Is it written in our stars that we fight again? Dude, we are not in love. I'm a hunter killer, not someone who kills hunters or hunts killers, but someone who hunts and kills. Why do I always have to explain this? Also, what the fuck is wrong with you? I would never date someone like you. Because you're a sick little bitch with tiny grape nuts for testicles. You're a gross, stinky pervert, and I'm destined to punch your tiny grape nuts into cornmeal if you catch my drift. Well, wow, when you put it like that, um, you're right. I guess I am a sick little bitch with tiny grape nuts for testicles. Must we fight, however? I long to sit with thee under a grape nut tree which conspicuously grows tiny grape nuts, much like my own tiny grape nut testicles, that are weird and little and shriveled and lame, and maybe suckle on your teeny pinky toe. You're a freak weirdo. I'm going to turn your ass into grass, or more specifically, your tiny grape nuts to cornmeal. Here I come, you sick little bitch. Darling, must we? Nathara slides underneath Hammer Swinger and does the splits, she then immediately starts laying into Hammer Swinger's sickly nuts like a punching bag, expertly striking the gross grape nut-like genitals with extreme ferocity and punishing rhythm. Oh no! Oof! Oof! Oh shit! Fuck! Ah! My balls! Damn! Wow! Oh, that fucking sucks! Fuck! Shit! They're basically cornmeal now! You weren't joking! My little grape nuts are destroyed! Fuck! Please stop! Oh! 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 Ah! Oh! Oh! Fucking shitballs! I feel you should take some responsibility for the way that my nuts are, considering <laughs> you insult them, but you're constantly pounding them! Fuck! Ventolimo stands and watches from the side, shaking her head. The attacks continue for about ten minutes. Hammerswinger falls over, holding his groin comically, as if something that a cartoon might do. Then a bee lands on his nose, and it stings him there, and his eyes cross. 
That'll do for now. Addressing Ventalamo. Hey, why are you traveling with this sick little bitch weirdo stinkass? Well, I'm a foreign exchange student from Sildemur. Somehow I got stuck following this poorly realized character around. He really seems to lack any believable motivation or drive. It's almost like four drunk dudes just sat around writing this shit out with no plan or goal in mind. That sounds about right. Well, I have to say that you seem like the best character. I mean, you're easily my favorite. Hey, I was actually thinking the same thing about you. All right, I have to go now. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Exterior. It's the village of Nutfog. Daytime. Mustard and Leg arrive in the village. Leg loudly farts again and Mustard inhales deeply and begins (laughs) cackling and twirling his knife. Well, well, well. Love, here we are. The famous Nutfog, the town of Brown, the pistol of yore. Wanker Magazine's blue ribbon winning best vacation destination six years running. Right, right, right. I feel like a proper drink then. He loudly belches and smacks his oddly muscular gut. I feel like a drink and some meat. Yes, yes. Well, I've got a mind for some snacks myself. <laughs> oh, yes. A real mix is what little mustard needs. I want to get a new kind of wool on my yard. <laughs> well, then, let's head to the pub and make some messes, eh? Both look at each other with shit-eating grins and begin to stride arm-in-arm arm down the street, past carts and donkeys and market fronts, toward the pub, as the opening riff of Back in Black by ACDC plays. Exterior daytime, uh, village of Nutfog once again. Hammerswinger and Ventalamo walk down a street that's entirely covered in peasant corpses, so much that they don't even touch the ground when they walk. Some of these peasants were killed by mustard and leg on their way to the bar, but nearly all of them died of natural causes on account of being stupid. Okay, you're not saying anything, so I'll say it. How fucking worthless these peasants it's like an entire city full of lennies from of mice and men but instead of rabbits they just like stewing in filth and being even lower than worms and dirt it's sad isn't it hammer swinger dirt is the lowliest thing that i as an elf can think of if you got any lowlier it would be the earthen core of the earth and lower than that is the dragon who lives there his name is sparky and he puts all the lava in the world's volcanoes and these peasants are even lowlier than him just shit human shit and piss you know what actually Now I kind of see why they're so obsessed with their bodily functions. Because they have nothing else. Disgusting. I hate them. I want to hurt and kill them. But, like, that's the thing, right? Like, gets real boring hunting and killing them. Because they can't even fight back. It's like, it's just, okay. uh, It's better to not let your anger get a hold of you. Let's simply unwind at the local tavern with a nice princess swish or two or ten of them hammer swinger kips kicks open the saloon doors and two peasants on either side immediately die <laughs> oi welcome to nutfog where the piss is shit i was just here like a fucking like like a couple hours ago so just can you get out of my way so you don't die on accident i just want to drink some beers what happens when you take the l out of pleasant uh Peasant? Right! 
It was anything but. <laughs> okay, great. Anyway, looks like the bar is full. Oh, wait. Never mind. Two peasants just bumped their heads and instantly died, freeing up their seats. <laughs> Hammerswinger and Ventolamo take seats directly next to Mustard and Leg at the bar. <laughs> you there! Ain't you the Hammerswinger? Yeah, I think he is! I think he is this Hammerswinger! <sighs> this Princess Swish is the spot. It's the beer drinker's light beer. <laughs> It's a bold taste, but it, it finishes clean. And it never lets you doubt. Quite nice on a day like today. Hey, is that there the notorious warrior known for swinging his hammer? He's got a hammer on his back, don't he? I thought he does. That he does, my wee friend. You got a keen eye, don't you? He seems like the type who can swing a hammer. Yeah, you guys know I can hear you, right? Like I, like I can hear you talking about me. You're sitting right next to me. And you guys are yelling. Oi! Hey! Uh, are you the hammer swinger? <laughs> I think he is. Well, I fought with me hands, but mustard. I don't. You don't fight with your hands. Maybe you ought to take out those big old steak knives of yours and carve Hammer Swinger a new asshole to shit out of instead of his pre-existing asshole, what he done had since birth. <laughs> I like the sound of that. I quite like it. Well, what say you, Hammer Swinger? It's lights out for you, innit? All right, uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom to pee out of my dick. Uh, watch my seat, Villamo. Uh, the bar is tightly packed with peasants, and as Hammer Swinger gets up to go to the bathroom, he bumps his stool just a little and it falls over. It hits Leg's stool, who dies instantly, and his stool hits Mustard's stool, who also dies instantly, and then there's a chain reaction of bar stools and peasants across the whole bar, where each peasant is basically knocking over the next peasant next to them, kind of like dominoes, and each of them just dies instantly in a puff of dust. And in about 30 seconds, just like bam, 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 only Hammer Swinger is standing and Ventilamo is just sitting there sipping her beer. She finishes the can, then she tosses a gold coin on the counter, and the two of them walk out. And everyone else is just dead. <laughs> like domino idiots. All right. Interior throne room, daytime. King Bastard is sitting on his throne room. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just read that. <laughs> <laughs> on his throne room, apparently, yep. jacking off in his court while post rock plays in the background. Creaser enters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's jacking off for the whole court, and they have to watch <laughs> fucking King suck. <laughs> uh, uh. My liege. That mustard and leg have failed you. They were reportedly turned into oatmeal by Hammer Swinger. It's also reported that Hammer Swinger's little grape nuts were turned into cornmeal. That's kind of beside the point because he still managed to massacre mustard and leg. Fuck! Piss chug! Shit in my oblong balls! Oh! I'm such <laughs> a nasty ass fuck! Boner chucker! <laughs> 
believe it goes without saying that the dwarf still lives. He also seems to be gaining quite a bit of money and power since he figured out that the peasants really like drinking piss. We believe he is just pissing into glasses now and selling it and seems that they love the shit. But fuck, Harry Red Balls, shit, shite. Shitty shite! I'm nasty! Damn! <laughs> Fuck! Wait, what was that? I was busy being nasty! I'm a nasty man! To summarize, your greatest assassins are dead and the dwarf still lives. King Bastard stops jacking off and groans loudly, but not in the good way. No, 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 no! No, 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 no! He throws down his crown and starts stomping out until it's flat. Nom, 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 A servant approaches and puts a fresh crown on his head. Sir, if you really wish the dwarf to die, might I suggest we send in a company of soldiers? Not, oh, not fog is but a wee village. We should be able to lay siege to it and kill all those involved. No, no, no. We send in everything we have. The cavalry, the infantry, the pikemen, the pikmen, the griffin riders, the orcs, the gnolls, the trolls, the foes, the dragons. We do have dragons, do we not? No, sir. There is but one dragon left in the realm, and Malamar, the dragon, seems to have, uh, well, sided with the hammer swinger and the elf. Fuck! That is so not nasty! I'm nasty! They are not nasty! I am a nasty man! Send all of your greatest assassins while we prepare the troops! Creaser puts his hands into his pockets. Well, be seeing ya! After an extremely lengthy pause, Creaser exits, hands still in pockets. Interior, office of Rupert the Nonce, who is the mayor. A desk full of stacks of papers sits in the middle of the room. Many papers cover the floor with a lot of stains as well. Rupert the Nonce, the mayor of Nutfog, is dictating to Poindexter the Ape his new decree. Poindexter is the only person in Nutfog who can read and write, but by person we mean ape, because none of the people can read or write. No, 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 no! You gnat-eating pox-covered beast! I may not be able to read, but even I know how many times you've written this. That says that banana. For the last stick of time, there ain't no bloody bananas in Nutfog. There is piss and shot and mud. And that's it. You rock banana one more time, and I'll be making that monkey bunny yours into piss. We're a team, you and I, born Dexter. You're a famous ape around here. You can read and write. And that's why we keep you around. We let you eat all the bugs and mud. And we let you smell your poop as you sit on a branch. When you smell the poop, you fall backwards off the branch and everyone laughs. We really need you to focus, Poindexter. We need you to send a letter to the king. So that he stops sending assassins to town to kill the big guy with that hammer. Or the dwarf who makes our lemonade. Are you rotten? Stop rotting! You're picking at your butt! Wait, what do you have there, Toad? Oh shit, don't smell it, Porn Dexter. Porn Dexter! Porn Dexter! You're sitting quite high up on that stool. 
You know what that? Ha you know what happens, Born Dexter? Oh, there he goes. Oh. <laughs> you dropped a turn on the pipe and it turned to shot. <laughs> oh my, that turn smells like poop. It makes me want to piss on my fucking nuts. Four peasants are standing around talking right outside of Rupert's window. Well, that really puts the piss in the shit. No, it puts the shit in the piss, ain't it? No, it's piss and shit. I'll fucking kill you, that's what I'll fucking do. Let's all try to kill each other. Me nerf looks like a toad. They all begin to brawl in the middle of the street, causing a large dust cloud to emerge with <laughs> limbs swinging out in all directions. Rupert the nonce arrives on the scene. All right, all right, break it up. Ain't nobody here dumber than me. I'm the dumbest of them all. Break it up. Oh, old Rupert is up on his high chair talking about how he's the shit's piss. Maybe I'm dumber than you. Maybe I'll piss on your shit, mate. Hey, fuck off. Me ass is me, mate. I'm the dumbest of them all. I got nettles in me bollocks. Who of you have nettles in me bollocks? Oi, old Rupert's right. I ain't got no nettles in his bollocks. I got me tonsure from his donkey. He bit off me head. I nearly <laughs> died when he did it. I fancy I'm blessed by some divine favor of sorts. Yeah, that's right. I'm a proper gem, I am. Oh, shut up, you wispy croak. I'm the mayor of this here town. Me shit smells like shot. And me eyes go more in than an arsehole. And another thing else, I'm a slut to be sure. I'm disgusting with myself. A square man wielding a battle axe arrives on the scene. He is shaped like an elderly Israeli man and has a soul patch. Or you rare peasants, have you ever seen a man who reads a hammer who travels with an elf? My name is Recordus here, I am incredibly upfront with information. King Buster has sent me here several other assassins to kill the hammer swinger on account of him not killing the last monster, the dwarf. A man wearing blue robes and a tall pointy hat covered in stars and moons arrives on the scene. His name is Master Caster. It is I, Master Caster. Prepare to be casted upon. I have arrived here to kill the Hesslinger of Hammers. I will now use my magic. He claps his hands and several brooms come to life, marching around him. <laughs> yes, that is right. I can bring brooms to life. This is my power. Prepare yourself. Pray to your gods, ye who laid eyes upon me, the Master Caster. <laughs> a very short man with red hair wearing a Celtics jersey and no pants or underwear arrives on the scene. His oh! name is Blarney Stone. Top of the evening to ya. Me name is Blarney Stone. I'm gonna slam the Blarney Stone on your head. Oh, the Blarney Stone. How me pa and ma would take me down to it as a wee lad and tell me to kiss it. Oh, the Blarney Stone, which I'm named after. Oh, the Blarney Stone, which I now hold above me head. And I'm gonna make you kiss it. I'm gonna make you kiss it. I'm gonna kill the hammer swinger. At least I think that's my motivation. The peasants and Rupert the nonce stare blankly at the three assassins. Rupert gazes upon the scene without a single thought in his head. Oi! What's your listen? You think you're the contest, don't you? Well, that's me. <laughs> Nothing else. 
I'm me best mate. I'm me own bird. I'm all there is. <laughs> he jams he his chest three times with his thumbs aggressively. <laughs> Hammerswinger and Ventolimo conveniently sw- stroll down the road, running into the scene. It seems as though there are some unruly types up ahead of us causing some trouble. Do you think uh, Nathar and I would make a cute couple? I mean... Hammerswinger trips on a small rock in the road, releasing his hammer into the air. <laughs> ah! Fuck! The giant hammer flies into the air and bounces across all three assassins' heads, turning them all into accordions, bouncing up and down. Oh, they're come all, on! They're all oh, dead my. as shit. Oh, come on! I have to say, for someone who is tired of killing, you're incredibly good at it. I mean, you're stacking bodies like dollars, if you know what I mean. Have you even purposefully middle, uh, murdered anyone yet? Well, you know, not Rhett. Yeah, I mean, not yet. I mean, fuck. I mean, you're right. I'm super good at killing, but Christ! I haven't even fucking swung my hammer purposefully once today! And, and that's your name. It's as though death sits on your shoulder, not unlike an angel or a devil. You are cursed, Hammer Swinger. Cursed to murder these dipshit peasants and assassins. We cannot shake off the shackles of fate, and yet you seem to be fated to bring swift death to these horrible NPCs, which they clearly deserve for being blank canvas weirdo freaks. As Ventalamo talks, two gorgeous, blonde, bloodthirsty assassin boys in sailor suits come skipping forward, menacingly, hands entwined. All around the mulberry bush, the monkey chases a weasel. We're really nasty children, but actually we're about 32. <laughs> Suddenly, they trip and fall and explode, and they're done with for good. After all of these assassins die, Nathara shows up in the bloody streets. Oh, uh, Nathara! Oh, my sweet flower blooming upon the dunes. For in the heat of the desert night, there is but one flower guiding my wandering soul to the place where it needs to go, which, which is the flower, which is on the dune. But it's a metaphor for you, which is what I need. In the luscious moonlight, oh, how I have waited a million moments for this moment to arrive. And shall, you know, I'll wait a million more to feel your honey suckle kisses upon my thirsting tongue. Okay, fucking stop. I don't know why you think that we belong together. You're big and gross and you stink like turds. I just heard that everyone is trying to kill you, but I want to prove that I'm the only one who can fuck up your shitty chicken nuggets. My darling, we don't have to. She slides under his legs, does the splits, and starts punching his nuts relentlessly. Ah, fuck! Shit! Dog turd! Fuck! Oof! My corn nuts! Ow, my briny little olives. Damn! Damn! You're really hurting my stupid soft-boiled eggs! Fuck! Fuck! Ass! What? A figure in full black studded leather armor covered in knives emerges from the shadows. His name is Ostelor. My name is Ostelor, the skin blade. <laughs> And you're about to become a brand new cloak in his majesty, the king. Immediately when Ostesselor finishes speaking, a loud thwip is heard and an arrow appears between his eyes. Hammerswinger looks over at the elf who gives him a wink that twinkles, though he is still getting his nuts pulverized by Nathara. 
Oh, 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 oh. Hey, nice shot, Villamo. Oh, my little raisins. Fuck. Ow. Shit. You're really laying into my beans. Damn. Fuck. All right. I think you've had enough. Don't forget that I can fuck your shitty jiggleberries up whenever I want. But we are not a thing. All right. Well, I guess I'll see you later. A woman clad in black with a pointy hat walks out of a nearby alley. She's got the moon in her eyes and is named Witchy Woman. It's me, Witchy Woman. I just got here from the Hotel California. I'm here to... Nathara decapitates the Witchy Woman on her way out. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, interior, night, in the hut of Stretch the Shaman. Hammerswinger and Ventolimo enter through Stretch's beaded doorway. Hammerswinger is covered in blood and a bunch of guts. They both look exhausted. Stretch immediately taps a sleeping Malamar, who is a large dragon, on account of he is asleep. He wakes up and changes into a man. Hey, Dave's not here, man. (laughs) But seriously, what's up? You look like shit. Did you kill some more humans like me? Yeah, um, not on purpose, man. I didn't, you know, I never even used my hammer. Mostly people just walk up to me and die in some kind of wacky circumstance. But like, you know, all the other adventurers have speeches. Is that new? They like, they like teach you guys that? Oh, um, not really. A lot of people have speeches, I guess, but they never really tell you to or give a class on it. But I remember a lot of people at the Adventurers Academy practicing their speeches more so than training with any weapons or anything. People would go out to the quad and practice different types of speeches. They would have introductory speeches, speeches for someone who they are about to kill, speeches for if they were the bad guy too, even though I think we are supposed to be the good guys, right? Like heroes killing monsters and stuff? Maybe you guys should take a load off and chill. You need rest. About to get into some wacky wizard kush. You put it in your lungs and it makes you feel good. You get hungry, a little tired, but mostly you're just so mellow and chill. We grinded up my new grinder. It was like 100 bucks. And it's got a picture of Taz, Tasmanian Deathlon. <laughs> it's got these psychedelic patterns on it that are cool to look at when you are on the stuff that you grind up in it. What the f- fuck are you talking about? Stop being so cryptic. Seriously, what is it? Are you guys talking about some kind of shaman spell? It's not a spell, man, but it is magic. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck are you guys talking about? Do you know what they're talking about? You're a cool young elf. Surely you understand this cryptic slang. Yeah, I I get it. What is it? I don't think they want me to say because they aren't saying it. They're being kind of cute and smiling like it's the only joke that they get. I get it, but I feel like if I tell you, then I'm kind of ruining their, well, cute game. However, they appear to be smoking it in front of you, so I'm not sure why you don't get it. Maybe this is a game that you and Stretch play? I don't know. I'm I'm the newest one here. Oh, it's green, man. Just chill, Hammer Swinger. It's fine. No, no, no. It's not fucking fine. I'm sick of killing peasants, killing guys. I just want to stop killing guys. I want to understand what my friends are saying. I'm fucking sick of it. Maybe I don't want to kill people in one hit. I'm sick of being surrounded by 
fucking reckless 1 HP morons who don't have bones and they pop like zits when they even look at my hammer. Like, am I the fucking bad guy? Like, am I evil? I used to be somebody. Hey, 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 hammer swinger. I know how you feel. As an elf, I've always felt Come that- Come on! Come on, seriously, Ventolomo, not right now. We're not doing his thing right now, Ventolomo. I'm pontificating. I'm struggling through something right here. Seriously, we only have time for like one thing at a time right now. Read the fucking rune, Ventolomo. Sorry, sorry, I just thought that, you know, people- relate to other people's struggles when they themselves are, you know, struggling. No, they fucking don't, man. As a person, you could take that from me. It's actually just fucking exhausting. Okay, I'm sorry. Fine. I, I won't bring it up. It's fine. It, it's it's okay. Well, you can keep pontificating if you want, ruminating, reflecting. No, you kind of you, you kind of killed the mood. You shit on the mood, honestly. I don't usually say this, but you're that was a dumbass move. Well, that's not necessary. All right, all right, whatever. You're a fucking dragon, by the way. We all know that you are literally a fucking dragon. Malamar begins coughing on his bong. <laughs> <coughs> all right. All right. That's enough out of everyone. We need to settle down. We need to just relax and get some sleep. How could you tell that I was a dragon, by the way? You... Uh, you still have a tail. You forgot to transform your six-foot-long dragon tail. Also, when you breathe, you breathe fire when you sneeze. Also, you keep referring to yourself as a human, which casts a lot more suspicion on you because humans typically don't constantly talk about how human they are. All right, well, to your credit, that's a good tip. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on, wait. You're a fucking dragon? <laughs> Let me get the futon for you, man. We should probably hose those guts off. The gang all settles down to sleep in Stretch's hut. Soon, Malamar turns back into a dragon and pushes Hammer Swinger and Ventolomo up against the wall. Exterior morning. Some number of miles or kilometers, whichever one they use in this kingdom, outside of Nutfog. King Bastard rides upon a throne of gold, which is perched upon the back of a smoking beast, a tyrannical hellspawn with claws of diamond and hulking black wings. But upon further inspection, the beast is just a flock of about 150 peasants who are so stinky that their stink lines are floating up and giving the appearance of being a big beast. Curse Fuck spawn shitters. I'm going to jack off on the ashes of Nutfog. That's because I'm so freaking nasty. I'm going to put my big palm mitt on my greasy, greasy little lizard and stroke it until it spews. I call my hand a pussy because it feels better than a cut. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, wooga. Nash, Nash, Nash. I gnash my nasty yellow teeth at you fucking louts. I am the king of you slugs, you underside asswipes. Mine is mine and I am me. I am going to kill you fucking bugs. I will have a big bug breakfast. I will be bug king. I am the beetle bastard and I am the king bastard. 
Now, let us go and descend upon man and woman. But let's be honest, mostly just men of the town that kill, kill, kill. Sir, all your minions and warriors stand by your side, ready to do the thing that you set them out to do. Excellent! Go warriors! Go slashers! Go dancer and dasher! Onward killers! Send forth the roughhouses! I got an army of dumbasses, yeomen, perverts, wizards, swashbucklers, cutthroats, witches and warlocks! Suckers and bitches and sluts! I got some soothsayers, pirates, fingers and fuckers. Just generally bad guys, if you get me. We don't have any monsters left, so what we have it is an assortment of bad guys. I'm nasty! That's right, sir. You are quite nasty. However, I do think perhaps it would benefit us to rethink our strategy in killing the hammer swinger. What? Nasty knave! Little fuck, what do we need to change? My strategy is perfect! We send them all in towards the hammer swinger, one at a time. It is brilliant! Well, sir, I thought perhaps maybe we send all of our forces in at once instead of sending them in one at a time. Sorry, squire, I didn't hear your sorry ass. What with the sonorous smattering that resonates from me pounding my pod to and fro, trying to nut all over my plump little belly. <laughs> I'm a little proper shit. I'm royalty! I'm full of incest blood from years of family fucking. Repeat yourself if you like, squire, but I'll be up on my throne making my hands suck my shit dry. Ah! I'm about to bust. <laughs> Understood, sir. Army, we march forward. Do not dilly-dally. It pleases the king greatly to watch you march, displaying your power and killing potential. Help your king not fly your flags of war. March strong. We head to the village of Nutfog to kill the hammer swinger and all the cross-eyed peasants. Also a dwarf if we see him. That's basically how this whole thing started, I think. Exterior morning at Stretch's hut as the classic morning song plays, like do 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 do, or whatever that song is. The sun rises on Stretch's hut. The birds are chirping and the bugs are a buzzing in the fetid bog that Stretch calls home. Rupert the nonce approaches in a full sprint, huffing and puffing, pausing to fart and belch. His tunic and skull cap are drenched with sweat and he has a hole in his trousers where his hole is. Maybe a turd slides out as he runs. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Come on, bastards. We got a problem. Well, that can't be solved by boffing and rubbing knobs. And I'm an expert knob rubber. You know, I got a knob like a stub toe and I treat like my own best mate, who is me ass. Stretch pokes his head out of the beaded doorway. What do you want, Rupert? Are you making your morning rounds? Trying to collect everyone's farts in the jar again? <laughs> I'm sleeping right now. Go away. Go rub your knob. 
I'm already robbing me own knob, governor. What do you want, man? Shit. Get your head out of your pants when you're talking to me. No, I fucking won't. It stays there. It's always there. All right, all right. What do you want, man? The fucking king is here. Bucking her in about bringing an army of proper bitches to smack around our little plum and berries. And not in a good way. They want to slash and burn the village. Turning all our piss and turds into fertilizer. Also, they'll kill us. Which will probably fucking hurt. Oh shit. Let me get the boys. Stretch disappears for a moment. Then returns with Hammer Swinger, Ventolimo, and Malamar. Malamar is completely naked in his human form. Malamar, um, what the fuck, man? Why are you naked? Well, it's the morning. Come on, man. Go to your fucking dragon mode again. Well, I got only the one set of the human clothes and they're in the wash. Okay, so you can transform into a human. But you can't magically make clothes? Guys, 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 we got a lot to fucking deal with right now. I don't think, I, you know, I don't think we should try to figure this shit out on right now. He's naked. Can we just, can we just move on? That's a good idea, my liege. All right, that's fair. I'm a cross-eyed twit. I'm a nos. Fuck! <laughs> Follow me, oh powerful smart people. People who don't die want it. Those who have strong bones and big weapons. Oh, grandmasters. Geniuses, follow me and say my shit old village that stinks like an asparagus's piss. Bugger, my little bug sting. I'm infected. Fuck, fuck. God, I'm going to kill a bunch of fucking people today. Sick of this shit. Hey, 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 Rupert, Hammer Swinger. I know how you feel. I personally never Shut wanted- Shut the fuck up! Read the fucking room. We got like one thing! One thing we can focus on at any given time! Can we just fucking go? The gang heads off to the village, following Rupert the Nonce. They deftly sidestep the turds that <laughs> fall out of his butt. <laughs> Exterior, Nutfog Village, Shitefest Parade. The gang runs into the village square to see Shitefest is now completely underway. It appears the village peasants woke up early to get started on the festivities. There are brown streamers strung between their dead trees, and the usual muddy ground has been spiced up with a bit of corn. The peasants are very busy. They are carrying around empty boxes and bumping into each other randomly causing the boxes to shatter on the ground into nothing, instantly evaporating. Rupert the Nonce leads the way. This is Peasant One speaking first, who is not addressing anyone in particular. Welcome to Short Fest, where short stinks. The old bird brains who wish to enter into the work to 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 Tunic contest. Please head to the outhouse. And just to clarify, the wet tunic contest is for blokes. I know a lot of people think that it's like the wet t shirt contest where guys watch girls show their boobs. Do their shirts, but the wet t 
tunic contest is for ruddy blokes to get soggy and nasty while wearing two two it's tunics in socks and the socks get wet too Rupert the Knot stumbles upon the and goes past these peasants pointing toward the single road that leads out of town he runs like a dipshit with his toes pointing inward and he swings his leg outward in a manner that makes you think this guy is kind of a cross-eyed fucker there they are just over the ridge now they're gonna ruin Shotfest! I think it'd be kind of appropriate if it kills all during Shotfest. I kind of hope they kill me good, they do. My blood would stink up the blaze, it would. Peasant 2 walking by, talking to himself. The kill me. Kill me. The kill me. Kill me. But well, we can't all die. Who would think Paul Dexter his bugs? But uh, uh, Rupert rolled like too stupid to play him, and what's more, he seems to have disappeared. Over the hill, an emissary appears holding the flag of Bastard Kingdom. He blows a large trumpet, and all the peasants' crossed eyes look to the mysterious figure on the ridge, and Creaser appears. That's right, we kidnapped Poindexter, now bring us the head of Hammer Swinger, or the ape gets it, by which I mean he gets a knife to the noggin into his brain. Uh, you, you can't keep Poindexter, he wants all correspondence, he works for Rupert the Dawn, I can't do it, I'm too stupid. Who's him swinging? Emissary, listen here. My name is Hammer Swinger. I refuse to bash in the brains of these dipshits here. I refuse to murder the dwarf, who appears to be a slightly smaller man, who serves a urine-based drink to these simpletons here. Leave these shitheads out of this. I will face your army alone. We forgot about the dwarf army! Change of plans, kill everybody! Well, you leave me with no choice. The whole lot of you are gonna get it. This is Malamar. We are here as well. We are going to fight too, I assume. I am. Am I right? I kind of assume, right? Like, I don't think I even need to say it. All of us are gonna fight against, you know, it's probably gonna be like one on one. Yeah, I think we are going to fight. Yeah, we're going to fight, too. Who are you guys? I'm a dragon. I mean, fuck. I mean, haven't we spelled it out by now? (laughs) Hey, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But, well, when guys are not cool and are harsh and not my mellow, well, that's when my black magic comes in handy. What the fuck are all of you guys talking about? I feel like none of this needs to happen right now. What the fuck is going on? Now this is Creaser again. Mm, to battle! Creaser attempts to blow into his trumpet, but it is badly out of tune. Oh, shit! Hold, hold on! Creaser tinkers with the trumpet for a minute while everyone remains still. Mm, there we go! To battle! Creaser blows his horn and the sound of bootsteps marching beyond the ridge fills the village. 
the peasants react poorly and begin to run around, banging into each other, and generally fucking around, knocking shit over, knocking each other into pig pens and large basins of water. Flower pots fall on their heads and the flower wilts as it rests on their head. Inexplicably, a large portion of the town wanders into a field, inexplicably, filled with rakes and instantly they die. Hammerswinger and his crew form the front of the line. A few peasants and Rupert the Nantz prepare for battle behind them, holding a bunch of swords backwards and cutting their hands in the process. One peasant sneezes so hard that he dies. <laughs> the first of the army crests over the ridge and charges into battle. They are sneering, generically evil-looking cutthroats adorned in skulls and black leather. They immediately start throwing daggers, but they are still pretty far away, and the daggers just kind of fall harmlessly to the ground. Fuck! <laughs> A large medieval-style battle breaks out. There's no real front line or anything, just a mess of people all having one-on-one -on -one battles. Everyone is too polite to attack someone who is already engaged with another person. Hammerswinger is attacked by a large grinning man with red eyes. He wields a battle axe and black and red armor. He has the word bastard tattooed on his forehead. Hammerswinger has not yet drawn his weapon and is defending himself with his bare hands. Ears, motherfucker! Hey, fuck you! Oh, yeah, how you like this? Oh, fuck! That hurts! It'll hurt more when you're dead! Oh, yeah? Well, I'm gonna kill you first. Dumbass! Shit! Fuck! Almost got me! <laughs> Laughing? During a fight to the death? Truly demented! Ouch! Not my toes! You sound stupid right now. Stupid enough to die. What? That doesn't make sense! Hammerswinger's right fist connects with the man's jaw, killing him instantly. <laughs> Another dead bitch checking into his reservation at hell. Hammerswinger scans the battlefield. He spies Malamar in combat nearby. How you doing, Malamar? Malamar's in human form, still naked, but no one seems to say anything about it. He is squaring off with a man in very ornate red armor, decorated with devil's red horns and ornate curving pauldrons. Is that the right way around? Pauldrons. Pauldrons, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, curving pauldrons. He has a large, he has large plated boots that go all the way up to the knee, and the knee is covered in another demon's horn. It is very difficult for him to move around. And as he tries to bring his sword down onto Malamar, he gets stuck on his armor's own horns. Hey, fuck, God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, just a human to human fight. So quick rules. No using fire breath and no flying away with your wings. Are you are you a fucking dragon? Shit! Malamar opens his mouth and completely douses the soldier in flame. He burns up and dies immediately. <laughs> Nearby, Ventalamo is fighting an ugly son of a bitch with nails through his nose, like a septum piercing, but with nails. And also, he has a baseball bat with a nail through it. He approaches Ventalamo. What are then? Don't say many of the foul success around here. In any case, I'm gonna kill you with my butt. Then has has a nail in it. The ugly son of a bitch grabs and lifts his bat. 
but the nail snags on the nail that's going through his nose, and he pulls his entire nose off, plus all the skin on his face. Oh, piss! I fucked my face up with my bloody nail. Ventalamo shoots 25 arrows into his dome and murders him right then and there, and then goes back to doing other stuff. Not far away, Stretch is doing battle with a long-haired knave holding a sword. It would be easy for me to murder you right now, but I first want to get myself feeling a little good. Maybe smoke a little something special. So I'm going to hit this one hitter. It's full of, well, something that they won't teach you about in magic school, but I studied it a lot in my dorm room. Oi, that's what's up, isn't it? I smoked a few of my day. You ever listen to psychedelic blues rock noodle as the willow wakers and follow them around the kingdom to listen to their tunes? What? Well, yes. Have you heard the set from April 15, year 172 after Grom? At the Dragon's Den in Fremont? That's the night they got a curse put on and they had to make all their songs really long. It's so good, man. I dubbed the tape copy if you want it. Will you pass it this way, man? Stretch hands the long-haired knave that he was fighting his cassette tape recording of that particularly long concert which he takes but his finger snags the tape and he starts twirling around in it and gets wrapped up and it goes around his neck and suffocates him and he dies across the battlefield hammer swinger is determined to make this thing end here hey uh rupert rupert the nonce oh rupert rupert the nonce I'm dumb as shit, and that's why I'm mad, because I'm dumb as shit. I got bare pants just for shitting in. That's why I'm mad. Alright, Rupert, hold the line. I'm heading to kill the fucking king, because fuck him. Listen, I know I could be a nut sometimes, but when it comes down to it, I will defend these people with my life. Instantly, Rupert the nonce is bitten in half by a donkey right down the midsection, and he instantly dies. In fact, he uses the bathroom on himself as he gets bit in half by the donkey. Ah, oh, shit! Uh, Venalamo, just hold the lo- I heard it. I heard it. Just... just go, man. Hammerswinger runs off to the ridge. Soon, he makes his way to the king, watching the battle through a very tiny pair of binoculars. As Hammerswinger approaches, the king stays focused on the battle below on his binoculars. I knew you'd come. Oh, by the way, did you know that the guy down there is a fucking dragon? Wait, who? Malamar, in dragon form, flies overhead. Wait, you're saying Stretch is a dragon? Wait, no, no, enough. I'm here to fucking fight you. Fuck you! Fuck me? <laughs> Fuck you! You're nothing! You're a little slug! I brought a whole army to kill your ass, and I have to do it is sit here and pull and tug on my little prick until I bust, 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 bust! I'm so nasty! I'm a nasty, bad little king, and my nipples are so hard they fucking hurt! And they hurt so bad that I want to cut them off. But also, I'm so nasty that I like it. 
and that they would look so... They would look like little pepperonis, and I want to eat them after I cut them off. But I won't do that! You want to know why? Like, because it's gross, or...? What? No! I love gross things! Have you listened to anything I've been saying? No, I've been thinking about smoking your ass. Looks like I'm going to have to do this myself. Prepare to get your little nuts smoked, you shithead. I'm going to kill your fucking ass, and it's going to be so easy it's funny. Because I'm the man, and I'm a fucking king as well. It's honestly so fucking funny to me. And I'm just going to laugh my ass off after I cut you. I'm going to cut you like the bitch you are. And when you are dead, I'm going to take a shit on you. And I'm going to take you... I'm going to make Creasa eat the shit that I shit on top of you when you are dead. Okay. Well, I'm going to fight you now. You keep talking, so I keep waiting to fight. But I'm just letting you know that I'm going to fight you even if you keep talking. So I'm just... Just get ready to fight right now, please. Have at them, boys! King Bastard attempts to draw his sword, but his sword is stuck in the scabbard and he wrestles around for a minute trying to get it out. He keeps pulling and pulling, and he even tries to bite at it to get it open. Hammer Swinger takes a step forward and reaches for his iconic hammer, of which he is known for swinging. Get ready to die, piss boy! I'm going to make you smell me! You're going to love it! Hammer Swinger grips the handle of the hammer as he walks forward. Six feet away from King Bastard, Hammer Swinger releases the ham- handle of his hammer, reaches into his pocket, and pulls out a cowboy-style six-shooter handgun. He steadies the gun at King Bastard as he struggles, biting the scabbard, trying to unsheath his fearsome blade. Hey, you know what they say. If you introduce a hammer in the first act, by the third act, a gun must go off. Hammer Swinger presses the gun against King Bastard and shoots him directly in the heart. The sounds of the battlefield below seem to pause, conscious somehow of the poignant moment that is taking place on the ridge above them. Even the birds stopped chirp chirp chirping, and no one dared to even take a breath. You! <coughs> <coughs> You were the real bastard all along. (laughs) Hammer Swinger fans the hammer on his cowboy-style six-shooter gun, hitting King Bastard in the head and brain and spraying all that shit everywhere. It looks mega nasty as shit. Even when he runs out of bullets, Hammer Swinger keeps fanning the hammer to look badass. Pow, 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 pow. Haha, I didn't say which kind of hammer. Then, Natharo the Hunter Killer slides into the scene, doing the splits yet again, wearing brass knuckles and goes right underneath Hammer Swinger's little nuts. Better get those stinky plums ready, bitch. Natharo, baby, sweetie, finally, we can run away together and- (laughs) Natharo begins to lay into his nuts with her fists once again. Stinky plums! Ouch! You're really laying into my clackers! Oof! Fuck! F! Shit! You're pounding my dog nuts! Pow, 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 pow! Shit! Ass! You're really showing my cojones who's boss! 
fuck! My little coin purse will never be the same! Oh, 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 damn! Fuck! Shit! Mommy! Hammer Swinger's nuts got treated like a punching bag, and they swelled up to three sizes like the Grinch's heart. Then the camera zooms in on his nuts, and the edges of the screen are turning black. But the part of the camera that remains is in a heart shape, if you know what I mean by that. Does that make sense? I don't know. The scene cuts to a spare room with but a chair, desk, and typewriter, whereupon sits Poindexter the Ape, dutifully typing up this very story on his trusty typewriter. As he pulls the final page from the typewriter, he loosely lets it go into the air, and the page falls onto the stack of the manuscript. Then Poindexter shakes a snow globe sitting on his desk, and the snow starts falling on the village within it, which is nut fog. Then Poindexter the ape, sipping his Chianti, says, All's well that ends well. The end.